The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of New Money with Spencer and Solo. I'm Solo Cisse, and today we're going to learn about what goes into that content creation process and what it means to be an influencer. We're going to be joined by Shava, Yaya, and Samya today. So again, thank you guys for joining us today and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? This is Spencer Dinwiddie. And I'm Solo Cisse. And this is another episode of New Money, brought to you by Coindesk. Today, we're joined by Yaya, Shava, and Samya. All three are content creators. Could you guys uh, kick us off just by walking us through a day in the life of a content creator, starting with Yaya? It's funny because a lot of times when I think of creating, I'm like half asleep, and I'll doze off, and an idea just comes to mind. I'm like, oh, okay, boom. So that helps me create, uh, pretty much just put things together and try to do a schedule to get things done. And post with algorithm <laughs> so with the right algorithm and yeah that's how i start with my content i have like the weirdest way i create content so i'm an event planner by trade or used to be and i find the pain points and then i make fun of them and that is literally how my social media sites or accounts have blown up by literally making fun of the thing that everyone in my profession tries to be super professional which I do as well, but people never talk about the things that are the things that are pain points. The fact that your mother-in-law might be really overbearing during the planning process or any of those things. No one talks about that. So the reason that I, I think I grew like in three months, my account to like 150,000 followers was basically because everyone thought it was so funny and so relatable that everyone says it, but no one talks about it, right? Like no one wants to be the person to be like, my grand, you know, my, Grandma doesn't want me to wear this dress and this is the only dress I want to wear or whatever. So that's how, so mine is a little bit different. So my content all comes from what are the pain points and how can I make fun of that? Um, for me, essentially I have to wake up and work out. That's like my main day in general, but also that's my creator day. Uh, once I work out, it kind of just alleviates like any stress or drama that I have or any blockage. And I always tend to come up with like the idea or the scenery or what's the concept for it every single time. It's always when I'm working out. So that's usually what works. So you say like routines. Me too. I, it's always when yeah. I'm working out. Always. Because I work out every day like her. <laughs> Same. Yeah. So that's, that's what I meant to say. And I was talking about stupid wedding planner yeah. stuff. Like that's, normal. That's actually or, what I do. I feel like when you're out and about too, you see like the funniest things. Like it'll be like you're on your car for and some guy sure. outside's like, whoa, like. 
For just sure. going crazy, and that kind of gives you an idea to create For something sure. out of it, or someone spazzing out because they don't have soup in aisle 10 or something. I don't know. Like, it just gives you an idea to put everything together For and sure. just make it comedy or however you like, really. Like, in many ways, it, it, I mean, obviously, a lot of it is your job, right? Like, a lot yeah. of you guys do do this for, like, a living, right? But, like, does it feel like work? What's that look like? Waves, yeah. for sure. Sometimes it's super fun and you're in the flow and in the rhythm and you can create, you know, I have 700 yeah. pieces of content that are in draft right now. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just, you can get in that flow and then other times you're like, I need to post, I've been posting yeah. it a month yeah. and a half. And I will literally have people all post something, a tip or something, and yeah. they're like, where have you been? I'm like, yo. Right. Like, that's when it becomes a job, when you're like, oh, I need to be consistent and make sure my engagement's still up because that's when like brand deals and all that stuff mm -hmm. comes in because they look for that. So you have to just be on top of it. Like you want to do it for fun, but if you're not consistent, then you're going to miss out on opportunities. And stuff. Is the curation like the hard part or is it like, oh, my fans, I built this community. Like they want to see my stuff because I bring them joy, right? Like a lot of times you guys bring them joy with the content you guys produce. So like, what would you say? Or is it like a mixture of the two? Like, what do you think most? Me personally, I feel like sometimes everybody wants to recharge and just have their own space and just have some alone time. So having to feel like you gotta constantly do something every day can become very overwhelming. And it just kind of gets in between like your energy and stuff, but it is fun. I think it's important to have a schedule together. If anything, like stack up on content and then be like, okay, well, I don't have to, I can just chill today, but let me just post this real quick. And then, yeah, it's like having a balance. For me, it's different. Cause like I come from like the whole corporate world and like I'm used to this structure and a schedule and all that. So when I decided to take this full time and take it seriously, I figured, okay, I do know how to reconstruct other organizations. Why don't I just like create a full structure for myself? So that's how I actually started. I took three months when I first started. I was committed to like quitting my job and everything and like just doing this. I created a whole entire one year schedule for myself. Obviously I didn't know which content I'm gonna shoot or which brands I'm gonna work with, but I kind of just created the structure of wake up at four, do this and do that. And then also for travel dates, cause I travel a lot, so it was like, how do I maintain a schedule in a structure? You know, going different places or like different times of things. You know, sometimes you're up all night, but you still have to maintain. So I'll go back, like regardless of time, I go backwards yeah. and like check, like did I do this or did I, you know, make sure there's like just a consistency yeah. there. But so you have to make it fun. Yeah. That's one thing that kind of interests me. You guys talked about kind of having more like humor-based uh, content. You mm -hmm. obviously having a corporate background. Does the the social platforms then vary? based upon kind of your background and the content you create. Do you right. have things that you prefer like TikTok versus Instagram or well, what are your preferred social platforms? I prefer Instagram 100% because I feel like Instagram is a little bit more open widely. A lot of feedback I got, I created a TikTok for like probably four days, um, which I promised I will work on that. <laughs> but um, it, it kind of just turned me off and I'm the type of person like if I don't have an interest in something, I won't do it. Like, even if it's for money, I just won't do it. Cause it's like, there's no interest with me personally. So the reason why I stopped TikTok when I first started is because I made a few videos, like fashion clothing that I had. And most people are like, oh, but you look so serious. And like, it doesn't look fun. And I was like, you know what? If it's gonna take the excitement out for you, then there's no purpose for me to work, right? Cause I'm not gonna sit here and spend all this time creating content for what you see is four minutes, but for me, it was like a whole day, mm -hmm. exactly. right? So I started just trying to push into a market that actually utilizes all that. And for me, Instagram has been, like Twitter is good too. Um, it's more of like a mixture of the whole, like the, there's the corporate side and then there's everybody else on like the whole creative contents and all that. But Instagram for me is like, that's where my money is. And that's where like, I already know the structure. I know the algorithms very well. 
I know when to post. Like, I already know, like, everything about that platform specifically. And that's why I feel like you can have a multitude of platforms, but if you're only making a profit from one, there's really no purpose for 100,000 other people to see you, which is great, but if I'm not creating value, yeah, I don't time. feel, yeah. 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 I feel like at that point, I'm just wasting time, and I would never create a social media if I didn't do what I did. Yeah. I would never have a social media, because I'm a private person, essentially. So that's the reason why I prefer Instagram. So, yeah, you mentioned algorithms as well. You know, what have you guys learned, and is there anything you can share with the people about the algorithms of Instagram or yeah, how does that work? Oh, so I personally started creating content like five, six years ago, and it started with comedy. Like I would go, I probably had like 4,000 followers when I first started. And then out of nowhere, I just made stuff like you mentioned, relatable videos, like things that people go through. My first video hit a million, and I went from 4,000 to like 20,000 followers in like two days. And that was just because everybody could relate to it, especially women. It was just like, I could tell you the idea really quick, but it was just me getting ready to see a guy and then he turned me down to hang out with his friends. But I made it funny, like, yeah. you know, very drama, but I, I made it, I turned into a funny video. Yeah. And I saw... How do y'all feel when that happens, by the way? Oh, terrible, we're like, dang, like, like, that's relatable. Yeah. Okay, we're keeping yeah. that part yeah. of episode. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of like, that's funny. wow, you just really, you'd rather chill with your boys, like, okay. I see you. I see you. She's like, putting that feeling very yeah. mildly. The fellas very, can be fun sometimes. Solo, yeah, solo might be more fun to you. Very I mean, mild. At least, I tell your girl, like, you know, we already have plans, so let's just all do something. It's okay for you to spend time with your boys, but we haven't hung out with She's a little like, bit now. Like, where's the balance? But yeah, like I was saying, my pages grew from comedy, and I think algorithm wasn't as big a couple of years ago. It was just kind of fun, like, until I saw brand deals reach out, like, oh, we want you to promote this now. I'm like, okay, I didn't pay attention to that. But then the more I grew and I was kind of tired of like the skit world, I, st I started transitioning to like more lifestyle. Like I'm naturally funny and goofy. So I kind of was just like, okay, let me turn this to lifestyle. If I'm out and about, I'll be funny or I'll do stuff with drinks or anything that really made sense. Like, you know, everyday stuff. And that's where more brands came in. But it got to the point that you had to post at a certain time. Like, it's mostly Instagram, even Facebook, because I grew on all platforms, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. You have to post at a certain time. You have to make sure, like we're in LA, but if yeah. you have people in the East Coast, you got to make sure yeah. they're still up. Or even people in like Texas or something, you got to make sure like it is like a time, like maybe like Window. 3 p.m. in LA is a good time to post because it's 6 in the East Coast and I think 5 in yeah. Texas or so. Something so like just finding a good balance to post became like really important in my craft and creating. There was times where I would get insecure because I'm like, wow, this post didn't get enough likes or it didn't get mm. enough attention. But it just depends on the days. I will say weekdays are a little tougher, depending. Like Mondays or Friday are the worst because it's the beginning of the week for people yeah, yeah. and Friday is the ending of the week. So people are trying to get away. And then, so I would say midweek, people are focusing more like, oh, let me be on social media and look at everybody's stuff. Or the weekend, I feel like everyone's like, oh, what's going on today? Let me see this person's mm -hmm. post. So yeah. I would when like- When they're at work, it's yeah. definitely lots of yeah. people are on social yeah. media how for some you, odd reason. I mean, how do you guys feel like about the idea of the content? Because a lot of people get into content creation, you know, naturally when you have 4,000 followers, it's because you like to, right? Like yeah. brands aren't paying you there, right? Yeah. Like, how do you continue to keep that sort of like genuine factor to your content? What kind of helped you grow your following then introducing things like brands and things like that over time? Do you guys find that to be a struggle? Having to make this your full-time job because you want to put out content to make your fans happy and all those things, but you got to pay the bills, right? So like, how do you guys feel that trade-off, you know, sort of makes its way into your guys' lives? 
So for me, it is a little different because I knew I wanted to be a content creator. So before I quit my like original job, I told you I created a whole entire business structure around it because that's what I was doing anyway for yeah. everyone else. So I made sure that I don't quit my job until A, I've saved enough for the whole year just in case something backlashes or falls off, as well as connected to, I gave myself 100 brands and at least 20 to 30 of them had to reply before I decided to go mm -hmm. full time with it. So I did it a little different than like the majority of people would start it first and then they kind of piggyback off of it until it grew. I knew what I wanted to do and I'm just like straight to the point. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do this. And, and yes, brands do fall off. Like I had a bunch of brands in the beginning that we had agreed signed documents and everything. And then obviously their product changed over time or with COVID and a lot of people backed off, but that's kind of essentially why I saved up for it. That supported me throughout the things. The big highlight for me would I would share with people is like, if you know that this is your target and where you want to go, like at least create like some kind of structure for yourself because it's going to be hard. You're going to have to be posting and not making money for like months. Like yeah. you don't know like what's behind it. Yeah. Until yeah. like it, you know, it gets somewhere. So I mean, I would say like content creation, obviously in general is as old as time, but with the rise of social media and being able to really make it a full-time job, it being kind of new, do you guys have any like specific inspirations that sparked your journey or, or guided you on your journey? I would say just being myself, like people love knowing that you have a personality yeah. and that's what brings like others to be like, oh, well, cause you know, some people are afraid to be themselves. I have had a lot of messages where I'm like being goofy on social media, just not even doing a skit, just me being myself, being funny and like, having facial expressions and they're like, girl, that's me. I act the same way when I'm in the mirror dancing or, and yeah. I'm just like, you know, people feel comfortable seeing others do it. So then they're going to feel like they have an intimate relationship with you and you build these type of bonds with people right. because of that. So like I used to work too, I had a full-time job, but I started doing like the videos and content and stuff. But once I found like my niche on social media, I'm like, yo, I could take advantage of this. Like I could make yeah. some good yeah. money. And yeah. that's literally For what sure. I did. I, I got brand deals that I would never get at a regular job. So I just found a way to just find a balance and make sure that, like I mentioned before, I'm just, you know, stacking up on content. But you do get tired of making the you same content sometimes. Like, stack content. Yeah. You just literally have to. Yeah, you yeah. have to. But sometimes, like, like I mentioned before, I, I'm doing lifestyle now and I feel like, Sometimes my engagement is good and sometimes it's not, but people are still like, wow, I love you. You're still you, like, you, this yeah, is so much fun. Sometimes. I like that you travel. I love that you're into acting, like just different stuff. And it's just letting people in, not everything, but letting them feel like, yo, we're a family, like we're For connected. Sure. Was there a transition when you did that? Or were you oh, just yeah. like, I'm yeah. now I'm doing lifestyle now? It was weird because I was thinking about doing stand-up comedy, but I was terrible. I tried it once and it was just awful. It just wasn't for me. It's I just hard. It's hard. I, yeah. it's, it it's was hard. so hard. It's like, it's like, there's so I was much stuck. pressure. I was so stuck. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I'm yeah. just naturally goofy. Like I can't just start spitting yeah. bars. Like what are you I, supposed I, to do if no one laughs? Exactly. Everybody was like, like, I thought you were funny. I'm like, no, I am funny. But, I know, believe but me. I can't Trust me. Y'all laughed in my dream yesterday. Right. Like, don't play with me. This hit with mama. This hit with mama. Right. For sure. So I ended up just kind of like, oh, I will say this. I think the whole idea of making like a 15 second clip versus like a three minute or one minute. Yeah. Say if you had like a whole day and there was just like that one thing that like just made the whole day better. You can use that little clip and make it into 15 seconds and everybody will just kind of watch and be like, oh, that happened to me, but this was my whole day. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like they'll kind of look at it and be like, this happened to me, but in a different way. And they can just relate. So I kind of just started doing stuff where I was like, let me just make this idea like 
or I'm cooking and I burn something because I'm on the phone or how loud I am when I'm on the phone and my boyfriend's annoyed by it. Yeah. Like just little stuff like that. People be like, oh my God, I do the same thing. And I kept mm -hmm. doing that and turning into lifestyle. Like if I was out mm -hmm. shopping, I'll do something funny and they like that. And yeah. Yeah. instead of doing a skit, I just ended up doing that. Right. It used to be perfection. That was the yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, now yeah. it's relatability. Yeah. Like relatability is the new perfection for sure. Because people are like, all right, we know the filters and we know the everything, so that doesn't set in like it used right. to. Yeah. And relatability is what everyone's going for. That's yeah. why TikTok is so, so oh, huge. Because easily. anybody, yeah, I mean, anyone that can show a little bit of character, doesn't yeah. matter what they look like, can, you know, grab that, that attention. That was my downfall. Because of, yeah. I wasn't well, fun enough You're on TikTok. so perfect. Yeah, Darn that, it. So yeah. like, Darn back to Instagram. I'm like, okay. But you can't <laughs> let that affect you, though. Like, I'm no, no, I didn't. Sure. I just feel like it's a waste of my time yeah. to yeah. create match your, content. Right, but right. do you like, still love it genuinely, though? Like, I, I love the content, but I don't love that everyone on TikTok, and don't get mm -hmm. offended, everybody, but everyone yeah. on TikTok for me is like, a recyclable chain and mm -hmm. it's like a hamster wheel. Everyone's singing the same song, doing the same dance. For sure. yeah. And I'm no, like, sure. I'm not an autopilot person sure. at all. Like yeah. I'm always separating myself yeah. versus trying to fit in. Yeah. So like it yeah. doesn't work for me regardless, yeah. unless like I was creating content on TikTok, yeah. but people didn't like that. Cause they were like, oh, you're not doing this new dance. Brand. And yeah, you're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you're not, you know, shaking your whatever to this right. thing. And I'm right. like, I don't want to do this assembly line structure. Yeah. Like yeah. I, it works for some people. But yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess obviously with you having the, the 12 month bullet pointed plan, yeah. do you feel like TikTok and, and Instagram reels and things like that are now lowering the barrier to entry for other influencers, content creators, when you kind of set such a high standard for yourself? I don't necessarily think that like versus any platform for any platform because it's what you're creating. Like when the brands come to me, it was a surprise for me at the beginning because they were like, I would create something to try to be perfect. I would go on their sites and be like, oh, let's say this Clarence skin cream is like $400. So let me not mess up on this and like make sure it's perfect. Although they provide you guidelines, it's not super clear. It's like always vague. So I would go on their websites and like look at their photo shoots and try to mimic stuff like that. And they would come back to me and like, no, we paid you and selected you because you look like this. Yeah. So like, don't essentially, like they notice right away. They're like, no, we don't want a professional shoot. If we wanted that, we would do it in, in house. Yeah. So that was kind of like the difficult part for me to understand because I was like, I don't want to do this. It's, it's saturated, everyone's doing the same thing. But then when I realized that like, say a friend of mine and myself get the same brand, we both get paid differently. We both get different guidelines and everything. And that's when I realized like, it's not a saturated market. It's there's a brand is selecting you for you. Yeah. So regardless of like reels or like TikTok or anything, people know they're going on TikTok. They know why they're going there. They know they want to hear the same song over and over and repeatedly. And like, yeah. they know that they want that. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like that's what you provide the people. But for me, it's like, that doesn't work for me because that doesn't interest me. Yeah. Like I want to create new things. Like I want to create my atmosphere, mm -hmm. my experience. And that's the reason why, you know, I started to do this. And so I don't feel like there is a competition. I do feel like it's slightly saturated um, due to people copy pasting from, you know, TikTok to YouTube, mm -hmm. you know, all, yeah. I, I yeah. feel like that shouldn't be accessible too much. Not because it like ruins the flow of like people that work harder versus none, but it just, it becomes a multitude of the same stream. Yeah. And it doesn't separate like the brands at all. Like I don't use YouTube anymore because everything on YouTube is on TikTok and everything on TikTok is on YouTube. So it's a constant like. But it's interesting though with that because all of the like 
TikTok and now Reels and now YouTube Shorts mm -hmm. and now all of that. It's trying to get and now Snapchat. Snapchat. I will oh, yeah. tell you I don't a even really funny Snapchat. story. Snapchat, Snapchat story. now has one. They have but a Reels type thing, yeah. Really? Right. This is yeah. the interesting thing for Snapchat. I made $20,000 on uh, Ooh, maybe 20 seconds dollars. worth of Snapchat. videos on Snapchat. Yeah, I made like, some money on there too. It was like they sent it to me in six weeks. They literally yeah. have copied and pasted TikTok, same concept and everything. Yeah. There's a feed, but they have come up with another approach on how to get people to do the same thing on their platform. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So I have like some personal relationships with people at Instagram and um, they've seen my growth from comedy to where I'm at today. And I randomly have Zoom meetings with them, so I'm always up to date with everything that's going on. I will say, like, even though there might be bullies or you feel like someone's not feeling what you're doing, or just in general, because we all have that feeling, Reels are literally going to be successful everywhere, on TikTok, on yeah. Instagram, on Facebook, quick, on Snapchat, because they're quick. An impression, yeah. And even recently, like, I was kind of discouraged about even making content anymore, because like I said, I was focused on more on lifestyle. But I just got like a little award from Instagram for being, nice. I'm in their yearbook of 2021. There was a lot of people I grew with around my circle that they're still creating. They were like, how'd you get that? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. But I was just, they always, they told me straight up, like, you've always been yourself. Yeah. And that's why I always tell people, no matter what industry you're in, whatever you're doing, just be mm -hmm. you. And people will see that and be like, oh, okay, I definitely want to work with this girl or yeah. this guy. Like, you know, I would just want to let you guys know that regardless of what you do, just do it for you. Even if somebody's like being, oh, like, I don't like this, it's gonna work somewhere, right. you know? Right. So. Someone's gonna I like mean, it. I yeah. mean, the thing is kind of interesting though, because it's like quite evident that everyone's attention span is shrinking, right? Like, exactly. The That's reason right. why yeah. all of this stuff oh, is getting yeah. rinsed and repeat on platforms is because people only got six seconds of your right. attention, right? So like, how do you continue to keep your content fresh in such a saturated market when like, you only got 10 seconds to win someone's attention? Like, is that added new challenges? And obviously you grew For with me, TikTok, yeah. right? I, the, re the way I did it is go the opposite of what is everyone else doing? Yeah, oh, they're posting boring, too. same old tips and the yeah. same, I mean, the same tips are, I was like, what are people not doing? They're not yeah. talking about what the hardest things are about planning this or doing this thing. Okay, I'm gonna talk about that. Yeah. So I just went upstream and it was like, it was an obvious win because it was like, she's yeah. obviously doing something different. As opposed to like my Instagram and everything, it's all perfect, right? Like everything is very curated, everything. But I don't really worry about curating my stuff on TikTok. I really just make it a, like very real and silly Super and authentic fun, yeah. and whatever. But the only way that I will say that I kind of curate it is I make sure that my color schemes are all the same. So I will have, Almost all of my wardrobe is pink. I have like backgrounds in four different places in my house. So when the really? lighting is good in different places, like I do those things so that it's easy. Yeah, it's the, it's super easy. So yeah. it's not like, oh, now I got to go change or I got to, it's like, 
I have pink cups and all that stuff. If I'm at a coffee shop, that I'll is... snap it overhead and it's just done. I just gotta say so that's wild. That, yeah, that, 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 sounds, that sounds excessive. Mine, yeah. It does, wild. but it makes my day-to-day -day -day life yeah. easy. Like my so, whole entire environment is white and gray. And I mean, like everything, my house, yeah. people, kitchen, everything purposely, done purposely. Cause you can take a photo anywhere. I guess like sitting on the other side of not the fence, right? But shoot, I'd be looking forward to the camera being off. So like when you guys say that, I'm like, man. Like yeah. it seems like you no, guys are always lot. on. It is a lot, but that's why I do things like that so that I don't have to pay attention or any of that. It, it automatically comes. And then when I don't feel like doing it, it's fine. Like yeah. I don't have to because there's yeah. so much that's yeah. easily snappable, yeah. easily doable. And that you can I don't literally go to back to your library it. and be like, oh, yep, you know, this today, one was done four weeks ago. I'm I just do edit it this. All that's what the I do. Time. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I have, I literally have 700 drafts. Mm -hmm just sitting there, waiting yeah. for me to just add the fonts or add the whatever, yeah. and it's just there for that reason. So I, I don't have to think about it, because I also enjoy being separate and private. I will say, you notice that like a lot of songs or videos go viral. I'll try to take like that sound and make it my own, do my own little idea to it. And that's another way for people to see who you are. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys know this already, but a lot of times like challenges go viral and people are doing the same thing, the same thing, right. same yeah, thing. I know, but it's that. like, let's just she take this that. out. I'm not knocking it, and you know, obviously, I do have oh, to get on fine. TikTok at some point. Yeah. But the reason why I say that is because, like, when you're a content creator, for me, I'm here. Like, if I'm going to hire someone, even if I don't pay you, even if it's just for credential purposes, I want you to create something different. I can't see myself mm -hmm. as a person, a brand, or a business paying mm -hmm. Spencer to say the same thing over and over mm -hmm. and over yeah. just because he's Spencer. So I don't understand yeah. that. He but that's what I mean. So I was very excited about TikTok. He likes to do the same thing. But I'm just using him. Are you like that? We're the same thing. I'm saying like background like versus, you know, an actual person. That's what I mean. I feel like that sound. I feel like that sound that people are using, you can kind of just recreate your own thing. Yeah. People that are looking at that challenge, they're going to see like, oh, this is different. And they're probably going to pick up. Yeah. But see, like that's my, my visual perspective of that is like, there is nothing different. To me, yeah. as soon as I hear the sound, I'm like, there's nothing you can do to entertain me to keep that four second span. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as I hear the same song. I actually have a similar thought process. You, I do not have a TikTok because it's yeah. just. I, just, I can't. Like, if I hear it on YouTube, I need like, to tell you guys. I'm going like, to stand up for the TikTok well, no, people no, no, here. No, no shot, no shade. No, no shot, no shade. I want everybody to get their money. Well, I'm just saying, just, like, TikTok to me. I don't care yeah, if I don't I'm use on TikTok or not. Completely. I feel like it went over to adults now. But that's why I say Instagram is better for us or adults in general. Well, everyone, really. But now that they have real, I don't use TikTok as much, which. So I will tell you from a TikTok perspective. No, no, I hear this all the time. Like people say this to me all the time, but I will tell you from, from a creator's perspective why TikTok has been so helpful for me because TikTok has had the time to see what all the other algorithms do and what they're doing is suppressing stuff. The thing that really makes TikTok way different than Instagram or anything else is they- Allow visibility. They it's allow not visibility, band. but it's only to the people that they know are gonna be your super fans. That's why right. people can go mm -hmm. viral. Is right. Instagram doesn't do that. Instagram's right. is like, oh, you're, so they, it suppresses yeah. everything. Right. Yeah. And, and so I mean, they TikTok, have the shadow ban for a purpose, actually, right? Actually, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, they do but that they, purposely to, create, to monetize. wants to get you in front of your super fans. Yeah. yeah. Instagram doesn't give a about your they don't. But that's why they I like it. I like that it. it's competitive. Yeah, I, know, I, I love that They part, make though. you put all of the 
No, no swearing, no swearing on my podcast, like they man. Make you, <laughs> they make you like they work for it. Like, oh, you have to put all the right hashtags. There are banned hashtags. Like, if you put yeah. some hashtags, yeah, they'll completely. Yeah. TikTok tries to get you in front of the people that are going to enjoy your content, which mm. I appreciate because I like to enjoy content that I like. I don't want to have to search. I don't know what content I'm going to think is funny. I don't know yeah. what's trending. I don't know. And I don't want to search that's on what, Instagram. That's what separates us. You know? like, I don't, like, if I'm free, I will not go on my Instagram to look for or right. try to yeah. laugh or do anything on there. And TikTok like, enjoys people engaging. Right. So TikTok is more like, you have to be interested. So, so double clicking <laughs> on that, actually, though, like, thinking about it, right, like, a lot of what you guys said points to the power that a lot of these yeah. platforms have, right? So, like, thinking about it and taking a step back and moving into the decentralized world, yeah. right? Now, like, thinking about that, like, how do you guys think about tying yourselves to a career or in things like that where those entities have so much power over what it is that you guys are doing and, like, your own IP and things like that? Like, have you guys looked into new technologies and, and things like that to allow you guys to kind of reclaim some of that ownership? You know, how do you guys think about that? Because at the end of the day, TikTok is looking at you guys saying, you guys generated this much, you know, ad revenue for us. I'm paying you X, Y, Z. That's a dangerous world to live in. For me, it works because it, it, it uh. stays competitive. And like, if I feel like things are getting too easy or I call them basic, it gets boring for me. So in order for me, like when I post a photo and it doesn't get like enough likes or whatever, I'll just go into my, you know, documentary pad where, you know, I have this huge collection of like data information. And that's why the whole blockchain thing became interesting to me. But I go back in there and say, okay, well, this algorithm didn't work. This time that Instagram actually tells you to post, like let's say it's 6 p.m. and it's on their, on their app, and it tells you like, this is a good time to post. So I just started just creating my own algorithm structure of like, when do I post? Or let me see if this works. So I'm more of like, so you guys in the like tech to, back, you're trying, I'm, like, to trying to fight to it out. back, right? Yeah, like, I'm, you're, fight you're, you're, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I want to do things as easily as possible. And that's why I'm such, I'm not going to say I'm against Instagram. But I am always trying to find ways to go off platform and do things on, on, a on my own. I created a membership site, cost me like $30,000. Uh, to create, I know, it was, You must yeah. be into the money, it was, <laughs> You know, Snapchat helped, helped. Exactly. Uh, Snapchat helped. And then I actually found Calyxie that actually helped me with, they, they have something that is very similar than what I was building and I was gonna build it midway, it's almost done. So Spencer um, took your idea. So it, you know what? Took it, rinse, repeat. <laughs> actually, now We're that done. you're that's that our exit. Loud. That's our exit. <laughs> but just in general, I definitely do understand that platforms like that hold literally all the power. Yeah. Yeah. Every month, there's a new algorithm change and it's suppressing things and it's doing this and things that you knew you were supposed to do. Yeah. Like in the beginning, it was like, 30 hashtags, right? right? And then it was like, no, well, these are banned hashtags. How the hell are you supposed to know what hashtags are banned? Like, well, that is ridiculous. There actually, there actually are apps now. Yeah, there's but things out there that can takes help you. if it takes four hours just to search for a hat, like, that is, they have way too much power. And I'm obviously not totally against Instagram, but I've felt like it's definitely better and more advantageous, yeah. especially if you're doing it for your career or your business or to be able to make sure that when Instagram does go down, because we know it goes down and the world yeah. sets itself on fire, right. or when any of these things do happen, you do have a backup and you have more power. I think it's good to also have like all platforms Variety. be successful. Like that's why I have my Facebook is actually more lit than my Instagram, and I get a lot really? of like, yeah, I have like I have a lot of people followers. Facebook. Is what people still that's use what Facebook? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Girl, let me follow well, you. a Where's fan page, phone? like it's like a Facebook fan page, and so it's business. It's more like business. Right, 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 right. 
I mean, I and guess the, that's interesting. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's interesting because I think, one, it's there's people now joining and wanting to be influencers, and now it's also the companies or the platforms themselves have way too much power. You know, obviously this guy is a man for putting power in the hands of the people, right? So, like, you as a content creator, right, like, how do you guys envision, like, you know, that evolution? Like, what do you think it will take for people to start thinking about owning their own IP, right? Like intellectual property and things like that. It's a very important issue, right? Like at the end of the day, yeah. having to go into an algorithm battle, I don't want to fight Jack Dorsey yeah. every single day about You're why should get engagement, right? So like, what are you guys doing? Or like, what have you guys thought? Have you thought about blockchain? Like, have you guys thought about these things? Like, you know, how I'm do you guys think about I'm still in the process of learning because <laughs> I have a lot of friends that are getting involved with all of that. And I'm just like, okay, how does this work? So I'm getting there, but I think every day technology is changing. Like everything is changing to more digital. And I don't know, I, social media is cool, but if you can start your own company and at this point we're learning from these platforms. Like every yeah. day it's, it's our business, but we're a walking business really. So it's like, why not take advantage and start our own. That's why I started a Which is data co yeah. collection. It's yeah. just like, people always tell me like, oh, you're trying to fight against them. I'm like, no, I'm trying to recreate the future. Yeah. So if it's I can collect all this data and see yeah. what the problem is and solve it, yeah. Yeah. then that's but easy the for thing me. that's really hard about that though is once you solve it, they freaking change everything. No, no, <laughs> I, because I um, worked in a startup where it was built on blockchain. Yeah, I mean, the good thing about all the data you're creating and being a good friend of both myself and Solo, we can use that data to have a more okay. yeah, I, I worked on an, um, Yeah, I worked on an app uh, which is extremely incredible and it was built on blockchain. It still is. It's been in the process since 2018. Cool. And that's what that inspired me completely to be like, okay, you know what? I helped you build your AI and I named yeah. it and I learned, taught it its learnings and did like, you know, tagging, metadata tagging and all this stuff. I was like, okay, so I'm teaching you something I'm just learning from all this data and that's my goal. Yeah. Like he said, like, how do you separate yourself? Like my goal is to have, you know, my own NFT, my own entire IP, like my own everything as a brand. So it doesn't matter which platform I'm on, I'm still the owner 100%. to all my content. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think with that being said, obviously that's a, that's a perfect place to kind of wrap it in a sense. I mean, you know, being able to be uh, an individual and have the power in the individual's hands, I mean, this is a first step, what we're seeing in social right. media. And mm -hmm. it's going to continue to evolve. Obviously, myself and my co-founder, Solo, built an app to try to get into some of that and put the power back in, you know, content creators' hands such as yourselves. Obviously, you have a lot of expertise in, in metadata and building AI, and it's dope. So, you know, you know, obviously, with that being said, you know, I want to thank you guys for joining us today thank on uh, New Money, brought to us uh, by CoinDesk. Like Can I, I just point out that we are matching and we didn't, <laughs> yes. we did not, we didn't try. We're like sisters. And, and that Hot is always years. the perfect outro. We might be talking about new money with Coindesk, but the outfits come first for these ladies. We're your content we go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining. <laughs>
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.